Raider Nation, welcome to episode number 10 of the Coach K Football Show. I'm your host, Coach K. Make sure you add us as a favorite, subscribe on any single podcast network there is out there, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, what have you. Leave us a review as well. Make sure you follow us all season long. We're going to give you your DraftKings picks, your fantasy picks, your weekly picks. For your office pool, we're going to give you all the information that you need to be successful this season. Let's jump right into it with a little trivia. All right, make sure you go to the last episode. And at the very end of the episode, we ask a trivia question. So that answer to that trivia question is Terrell Owens. In the 2016 season, the Oakland Raiders made the playoffs, but they lost in the first round to the Houston Texans because Derek Carr got hurt a couple weeks earlier and he, you know, hurt his leg pretty bad. But then the following season, everybody had high expectations that we were going to get Derek Carr back. They were going to make a deeper run into the playoffs, but that kind of didn't happen. They ended up going six and ten. They regressed a little bit offensively. They struggled. They didn't really get their flow until late in the season. They added Marshawn Lynch, beast mode. And everybody thought, okay, this is it. This is the year the Raiders are going to go to the Super Bowl. But like I said, they went 6-10. and 10. So Let me give you a little bit of numbers. Offensively, they ranked 23rd in the league out of 32 teams in points per game. They ranked 18th overall in yards, 16th in passing, right dead center. And they were 25th with Beast Mode rushing the ball, running the football. Now, got to give him credit where credit's due. He did do a pretty decent job um, rushing the football, but they... That offense, for whatever reason, decided to use three different running backs. So sometimes they used Marshawn Lynch. Sometimes he barely played at all. And other times they used DeAndre Washington or Jalen Richard. So you didn't really know who was going to be in and, you know, what effect they were going to have. So they were very inconsistent at, from that aspect. And again, also Marshawn had retired from the Seahawks and then he came back the following year. So they might have been trying to give him like a pitch count and just kind of get him ready. So, I mean, that could be the reason for that low number there in, in rushing. And, you know, if they didn't have the run game going, it could have probably also slowed down the pass game. And overall, you know, their points per game were, was pretty, pretty low. Defensively, they were ranked 20th in points per game. 23rd overall in yards, 26th with pass yards allowed and 12th overall with rush yards allowed. I mean, Khalil Mack was there. You know, he did get his 10 and a half sacks, but they they struggled a lot with their secondary. And like, as, as you can see, being ranked 26 overall, you're going to struggle at that point. Um, but he, you know, things change. You know, Jack Del Rio did a decent job there, but the Raiders saw an opportunity and somehow they lured John Gruden out of the out of the announcer's booth. And he was one of the most sought after coaches in the NFL for the past decade or so. And now they got him. So new head coach, John Gruden, he started his career, head coaching career with the Raiders. Then he was traded to Tampa Bay. Now, that's, you know, very unlikely that a coach gets traded, but he was traded to Tampa Bay and he ended up winning a Super Bowl for Tampa Bay against his former team, the Raiders. So these Raiders are going to be pretty good. And I think they had nowhere to go but up anyway. John Gruden watched watched a lot of film over the years. He knows every single player in the league. He knows all of their tendencies. They did a lot to retool this defense and get them where they need to be. And I think Derek Carr is going to go to that next level with a guy like John Gruden. So let's talk a little bit more about what they lost. They lost Sean Smith and David Amerson in the back. 
But they added Leon Hall, the veteran cornerback. They added Marcus Gilchrist, Sharice Wright. So these are these are people in the defensive backfield. They're trying to make go ahead and sure things up there. They also added Derek Johnson. You know, he's they took him from the Chiefs. So you can take a dominant player like Derek Johnson off of one of your division rivals, put him on your team, and just not, not only are they going to get a good player, but they're going to get a leader. He's going to help lead this team. He's going to help lead Khalil Mack and the rest of these guys, and they're going to be a positive. He's going to be a positive influence on this team to play the way they need to play. That's a huge addition. They lost Michael Crabtree as well. Michael Crabtree was the most consistent receiver on the team the past couple of years outside of uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper did not play very well the first half of the year, but he did show up with the second half and kind of like finally caught fire um, <laughs> with a 40-point fantasy game. They also with so when they add when they lost Michael Crabtree, they added Jordy Nelson from the Green Bay Packers. Jordy is one of the most dynamic receivers in the league. He's very interesting. He played with Aaron Rodgers, so people are going to say, okay, he's just a benefit of Aaron Rodgers' production. But he was in the top ten. And the top, he was ranked in the top 10 of the top 100 just a couple of years ago before he hurt himself. And now he's going to be over here on the other side of the ball from Amari Cooper. You got Jordy Nelson, who's a threat as well. Um, they also added uh, Martavis Bryant from the Steelers. So this is going to be a different look, looking offense. I think that the, the receivers are going to open some things up. And, you know, they, they definitely have that, a threat to the run game as well. They have Doug Martin in the backfield also. So they're going to he's going to spell Marshawn Lynch. So, I mean, either one of the two is going to get the ball. And, and this this offense could definitely do something. You want to be scared of the Oakland Raiders. I mean, they got a good defense. The offense is going to be a threat. This is going to be a team who's going to definitely make their presence known in the playoffs. So let's talk about the fantasy players to watch. So fantasy players to watch, you definitely want to look at Derek Carr. He's got a lot of weapons out there. This is a team that does like to throw the ball a lot. So he's a quarterback that I would be interested in, you know, in the mid to late rounds, depending on who's out there. Um, Jordy Nelson is always a big threat. When he was playing with Aaron Rodgers, he was the guy. So he would get you some some big points, you know, a lot of catches, yards after the catch. And he's also a threat in the red zone as well. So Jordy Nelson is a guy that he could be sneaky because he was not playing last year. He was injured all season. So people are going to forget about Jordy Nelson. So lock Jordy Nelson in early. Okay, He's going to be a receiver, one of your one of your first receivers that you pick. Outside of, you know, Antonio Brown, Jordy Nelson might be one of the, either the second or third best guy. You know, they got Odell Beckham out there as well who could do something, but Jordy Nelson is a guy that you might want to get very early. He's one of the first receivers you want to take off your boards. So put him up there in that list. Omari Cooper, um, he's he's a good receiver as well. Like I said, last year he was inconsistent. It took him a while to get going. And for whatever reason, Carr really loved Crabtree. So, I mean, I think Jordy Nelson, I would pick him first before I would pick Cooper, but Cooper is still a, a guy that you might want to, want to look into grabbing on, on your list. Jared Cook, tight end. Jared Cook is also one of those tight ends who is at the borderline between elite and just must have. Okay, so there's must have tight ends and then there's elite like Rob Gronkowski, um, Zach Ertz, Travis Kelsey, guys like that. But Jared Cook is a guy who's going to get a lot of targets. He got 86 targets last season. And, you know, and once you get into the red zone, you know, it could be anybody's game. It could be the running back or it could be the tight end or it could be Jordy Nelson. But Cook is a guy who's going to get you some consistent points and he's going to be overlooked as well. So keep your eyes on him. Running back position, I put stars next to Marshawn Lynch and Doug Martin. So I don't know what you're going to get out of those guys. It depends on how they're being used. 
I mean, if, if, if Marshawn is being used like he was last year where he was in and out, in and out, he's not going to be somebody you want to hold on to. Doug Martin, he didn't have a good season last year, but he's, a, he's shown that he was a good player under different coaches. And I think that John Gruden may be able to use him correctly. I'm not sure what's going to happen with them. But here's one thing I will tell you. Pay attention to these guys in the preseason. What are they going to do in the preseason? How are they going to be used? I think it's very important if you are doing fantasy football that you watch preseason games before you have your draft. I know a lot of people start having drafts just for the sake of having drafts. People have already had drafts already, but they don't even know what's going to happen yet. They don't even know if anybody's going to get hurt yet. Like There's so much that happens in the preseason that you have to pay attention to. It doesn't even make sense to have your draft before the end of the preseason. But if you have that opportunity and you're starting your draft late, Pay attention to what's going on preseason to determine whether Doug Martin is a good pickup or Marshawn Lynch will be a good pickup. So those are my Oakland Raiders fantasy players to watch. You definitely want to wait until the end of the preseason before you really get started. But listen, they're playing the music. That means it's time for us to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to go over each and every single game, take a look at that schedule, and we'll see how the Raiders are going to do. Where are they going to end up in the AFC West? This is the Coach K Football Show. So, you want to play in college? It's not just about how good you are. College coaches are not reading your local newspaper or going to discover you on your local news. The college recruiting process is very time-consuming and stressful for both the parents and the student-athlete. Most people don't even know where to begin. That's where we come in. At Recruit University, we promote you directly to college coaches to make sure that you get noticed. We give you personal attention and mentor each student athlete through our personal development program to ensure their success in college. We help student athletes at all levels, Division I, Division II, Division III, NAIA, JUCO, postgraduate. If you wait until your senior year before you get started, you decrease your chances of making a roster but we can still help. The recruiting process starts day one of your freshman year. It's never too early to start, but it's always too late to wait. Go to www.recruituniversity.org and send us your film for a free evaluation. back ready to talk some Raiders football Raiders Nation are you ready all right let's get into it guys week number one the Oakland Raiders get to start off at home in the black hole against the Los Angeles Rams um, you know the Rams are going to be a good team a really great team a lot of people have them picked to go to the Super Bowl so it's going to be a tough one. I mean, the first week, I'm going to say the Rams are going to win that one. Raiders are going to start off with a loss. Week number two, we're going to have an AFC West showdown. The Raiders are going to go to Denver. But Denver's not going to be that good this year, I don't think. At least it's not as good as the Raiders. So the Raiders will get that first win. Week number three, they go on the road to Miami. And they're going to get a loss there. Week four, against Cleveland. The Raiders will be at home. They'll get that win. Week number five, 
they travel to the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are a really good team defensively, offensively, and they finally meshed last season. And I think it'll carry over this season and the Raiders will take another loss there. So they're going to start this season off um, with three losses and two wins going into uh, Seattle. And they're going to get a win there. So that'll be three and three. So they go into the bye week, three and three, just beating Seattle at home at the Raiders home. And it's, you know, it's looking okay. I guess three and three is not bad. I mean, you're 500, right? So you're in the bye week, try to fix some things up. Okay. Week number eight, they play Indianapolis and they're going to get a win there. Week number nine, Thursday night football against the San Francisco 49ers. The Raiders are going to get another win. Week number 10, they're home this time against the Chargers. They win again. So a three game winning streak after the bye week. Week number 11, they go on the road against the Arizona Cardinals and win again. Week number 12, they go on the road to Baltimore. Baltimore, they're going to face Crabtree and they're going to face a good defense as well. On the road, Baltimore is going to take that one. Week number 13, home against the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a division rivalry game. I mean, they took Derrick Johnson from them. The offense is going to be looking different for Kansas City. I mean, Alex Smith is gone now, so Pat Mahomes is going to have to try to shine. Khalil Mack is going to have a field day against Pat Mahomes, I believe, and the Raiders will win that one. Week 14, Pittsburgh Steelers. I know you're expecting me to say, oh, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, the three Bs. No, no, you got to worry about this offense from the Oakland Raiders. You got to worry about this defense from the Oakland Raiders. That's going to be a win right there. Week 15, on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this might be the end of Marvin Lewis this year. The Bengals have been average at best for the past however many years. And it's not going to be any different this year. The Raiders are going to take that one. Week number 16. They go against the Denver Broncos at home. The Black Hole. So they're going to get another win there. Broncos are not going to be a good team. Week number 17. AFC West rivalry game. It could go either way. I'm going to just go and toss it up and say the Chiefs will get this one. That will be a loss there. So, with that being said, we have a record of 11-5 and five for your Oakland Raiders and possibly winning the AFC West division, getting them a playoff position. All right, guys, it's trivia time. The Oakland Raiders at one point had two Heisman trophies in the backfield at the same time. Can you name those two running backs? Send your answers to Coach K Football Show at gmail.com. <laughs>